We got to dig into a couple of things on today's episode of The Upside. The first, Callie, has to do with you and something that I discovered about you in the 12 years or so that we've known each other for the first time. Something that, that I think everybody on the planet knows how to do except for you. So I would like to ask you about that today. Uh, and then also we got to talk about our problem with Ellie, the monster that we have created inadvertently and how we discovered that we are setting a really, really bad example for our daughter. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, January 9th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for avocados. Would you like to expand on that? Uh... No, I just really, I think I just like avocado. I like a, a a perfectly ripened avocado. And I was reminded of that when I made dinner, I think it was Friday night. Uh-huh. And the avocados were not ripe enough and the guacamole was substandard. I don't know how to pick avocados. It's just, you just. Because like, I feel like the line between like, not ripe enough and mushy is like one day. Yeah, you've got it. I think you've got. Because they need a little give, right? Like if you're uh-huh. making guac on the day, you go and you need to get one that's got some give. Yeah, I generally speaking, I only buy an avocado on the day within 24 hours of using it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how they ripen, like how fast or how slow. So. If you buy an avocado that isn't ripe yet, then you're basically- It could be Thursday. It could be Wednesday. It yeah. could be Saturday. You're, you're, you're waking up every morning and letting the avocado decide what you're having for dinner that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. If it's not, if it's, if it hasn't ripened enough, then the avocado says, hey, no guac tonight. I do think the best product <laughs> ever is, are those little, and you can get them at Costco for sure. Um, but they also carry them at Publix here. And I think I found mine at Target and it's just avocado mash. And if you're, you can't, I wouldn't do that for fresh guac, but like I've been making avocado toast and it's really good and it's super easy. Are you calling it avocado? What are you Avocado saying? toast? Is that ah? Uh, you said Avocado. Av- did you just say avocado? Uh, it is avocado. It's avocado, isn't it's it? It's avocado. No, it's not. It's av- potato, potato. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, those things are like awesome. And how cool is that? Like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to smash some avocados, avocados in a jar and we're going to sell gonna, them to people and they're going to buy them. We're going to smash some avocados in a jar. I didn't say avocados. I said uh, av- avocados. It's ah, though, I thought. I don't think it matters. They get a pronunciation thing. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the cemetery by our house. <laughs> we live, and this is not the same cemetery. Remember last year when I was like hell bent on cleaning graves? That was three years ago. Was it? Yeah, it was within the first year that 
podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I really have, I don't time, know. Time is weird. Time is weird. I ran into somebody at the grocery store uh, yesterday and he's like, I feel like I haven't seen you in a year. And, and I said, it's actually been three. <laughs> But time, you know what else? Time, time freezes. That's right. Um. So there's this. So not that cemetery, but that's a different story for a different time. If you've been here a while, you remember that. Um. I love a little cemetery, but this is a big Atlanta cemetery. It's right near our house, and it's so clean and so beautiful. And they have like a ton of trees, and there's like ponds, and it's just really pretty. And I find it a very calming space. And Ellie likes it there. I don't know what we were doing the first time we went there because we don't. Like, I, I took her there to show her the geese. Oh, okay. How did you know there were geese in there? Because I used to live walking distance from it and... Go on walks through there? Uh-huh. Oh, cool. So there are geese that live. There's a couple of ponds in there and... They, there used to be ducks, which is what I was really looking for, but the uh, ducks are gone. They were run out by the geese. Probably. So Ellie knows that the geese live there. She knows that they live in the pond and she's like, I want to go see the geese mama. And I was like, okay, well we'll go on Sunday. We'll go see the geese. And I am a woman of my word. So before it started raining, I was like, let's go see the geese. So we went there and we parked. And first of all, I don't really know cemetery etiquette, but there's not like a two lane road. So it's kind of weird to park there. So I, I parked as best I could. Yeah. Um, but we sat there and we, which is fine. Cause nobody's flying through the cemetery at 30 miles an hour. Nobody's flying through, but I feel kind of like guilty about, you know, I'm like, I hope I'm parking in the right place. And we, um, got out of the car cause she wanted to get out and the geese were walking toward us. And I had this like flash of like, oh my gosh, geese are dangerous. And I think it's because of you, but they seemed very nice. And I don't know why, like I was. They're not dangerous. They're mean. There's ha a difference. But how do you know that they're mean? They, all, geese are just mean. I feel, I feel like that's something that everybody knows. I feel like they have a bad reputation, but I'm really not sure why. They're just, they're, they're mean. They're, they chase people. They can't really do any harm. You could probably get a couple of bruises because they don't have teeth, but they, they are, they have, it, it feels like they have no fear. So, cause they were very, and they, and they would chase. So let's say for whatever reason, Ellie got freaked out and tried to, you know, run over to where you were mm -hmm. or whatever they, you know, I, I think if you're in a, if you're in a bunch of birds, normal birds, or ducks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you take off running, those birds all take flight and just leave. They get spooked. Yeah. The yeah. geese to them, it becomes a game. They're like, Oh, we see fear. And they start chasing. I think that's, it's a chaser. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I kept like myself between, I didn't let the, the geese get too close. Cause I feel like alarm bells were going off in my head from you about like geese are mean, but they seemed really sweet and they were very excited to see us. I wonder if they thought the tiny human had food or if Ellie was food. I don't I'm know. sure people bring food there and feed them. Yeah. I would be shocked if they didn't. Um, but I think I've always, you know, I grew up, you've been to Webster pond, mm -hmm. which is, um, a, a pond, a duck pond, interestingly enough, adjacent to a cemetery where uh, I grew up in, in upstate New York. And I think, and I went there a lot as a kid. And I think the geet, the ducks, 
are harmless and they mm-hmm. come up to you and they if you you could buy little things of duck food and feed them and stuff. Um, and it's all fun and games until the geese show up. And then the geese have no problem. I mean, they come pushing people out of the way. They come right up to you and they just start jamming their big, dirty bills right into the cup of food. And so if you're <laughs> Ellie's height and that happens, that's nightmare fuel. Did you have a traumatic nightmarish experience with geese or something? When I don't think a kid? so. I think, I think if you just go to YouTube and search. Are geese mean? Mean geese. You'll see. <laughs> like, I don't know if you would, if you would take Ellie there without, you know, uh, football pads and a helmet on. Oh, but they can't hurt. I mean, they don't have teeth. Yeah. Um, so this weekend. Okay. So we did that. We did a little tour de geese, tour de goose. Um, what else did we do? We had a, Ellie had a play date. Play date. Ellie tells us about these little friends from school and she has this like little crew of kids that she talks about all the time. Now, I don't know if they're really friends or not, but she tells us about them. So why do you, every time I feel like you disclaim that every time, why wouldn't they really be friends? She oh, t- I just don't know what their interactions are. I have no idea other than she tells us about, you know, this little kid's name was Henry. So she's like telling us about her friend, Henry. And we, I made a point in her little Christmas program thing to go meet the parents of the kids that she talks about, you yeah. know, and one of her them, friends. yeah, her friends, parents. Not, I mean, she's not, they're not work break friends where they're going out behind the dumpster and having a cigarette, you know, in the middle of the work day. They might be. But yeah, who knows? I don't know what, what they do at school. But I think as far as two-year-olds can have friends, she talked about the same five people. They yeah. Get, she got a crew. So we go to the, I met Henry's mom and I actually like knew her and we like run in a, not a similar circle of friends, but like we knew each other and she's so nice. And she's like, do you want to meet us at the park? So we took Ellie to the park. We got lunch and the dads were there and the kids were there and it was so nice. Like, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was so excited about it. We wound up being there for like two hours. I was like, oh, this would be like 30 or 45 minutes. We wound up spending two hours with this family and they were great. The fear is... And I'm sure there are people listening to this who who will hear what I'm about to say and have stories related to this. The fear is, what if your kid ends up best friends with someone whose parents you hate? Yeah. Because what if we went to the park and Ellie and Henry and Henry's brother were off having a great time over on the slides Mm -hmm. and- we were hanging out with mom and dad. It was miserable. Yeah. It wasn't. But if it was, now you're conflicted because Ellie's crew is only four people deep. Yeah. You know, so that's 25% of her friend group. If we say, oh, no more play dates with them. I thought it was really cute that she picked this friend, you know? So it was like the first time. I mean, I've had my friends around. I've had Ellie around my friend's kids, but none that Ellie has picked and said, like, I this is my friend, Henry. And then, okay, we're going to go play with Henry. And she picked a great one. Yeah. Such a sweet kid. Such awesome parents. Like, I was so proud of her. I'm like, good friend choice for friend number one, Ellie mm-hmm. James. Good job. Nice work. I also learned two things about you, Callie, that I can't believe. How long have you known each other now? Over 10 years? 10 years, yeah. Over, yeah. I think it'll be like we met 11, like 11 tw- this, yeah. this summer, yeah. So I can't believe there are things I don't know about you, but uh, there are. Number one, you, I know there are foods you dislike. I know there are foods that you 
won't eat. You're not a big fan of lamb. No. But it the taste of it doesn't gross you out. You just don't like the thought of it. I feel sad for lamb. Yeah. yeah. Um, and duck. I, and same thing. Duck. And I know you don't like cilantro because you don't like the taste of it. You're right. Other than that, you're pretty fine, except uh, I learned recently that you don't like dill. Not only do I not like dill. You hate I dill. I passionately hate dill. Dill. And I had no idea, and I learned this after I added like three tablespoons of fresh dill to a recipe I made. Now, the good news is when you made it, Jeff, first of all, get you a partner that makes you homemade chicken noodle soup when you're sick, because that was amazing. And Jeff- um, Well, except that there are three tablespoons of fresh dill. Well, but I couldn't taste much because I was still really sick. And I think we're almost at the end of this, whatever this thing has been. Um, But I couldn't taste, if I had been totally healthy, I would have been like, but like my, I was so stuffed up that I couldn't taste it. But the consistency was amazing. Like a plus for you. But yeah, I hate dill. I also hate fennel. I can't stand it. What does fennel go in or on or near? Fennel. I don't know, but I know I can immediately taste it. Cause I didn't know you just said you were making chicken noodle soup. I didn't know there was dill in it. And my first bite, I'm like, is there dill in this? I didn't know there was dill in it. I didn't know. I'd never made soup before. It was my first time making soup. So I that Yeah. But my point is, is that dill is one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, salmon, a lot of fishes, like people put dill in fish, a lot, blah, blah, blah. Fennel, I don't know. But if I taste it, I'll be like, oh, there's fennel in here. Huh. It's like a weird thing. I don't know. The other thing that I learned about Callie is you don't know how to properly sleep on a couch. I 100% know how to sleep on a couch. You don't. Would you like to explain to the class why? Because when we were in the middle of us both being sick, there was one night where neither one of us got more than two consecutive hours of sleep because we were waking each other up with coughing. So as soon as I would fall asleep and you know, doze off and, and start to get into that deep sleep. Callie would wake up with a coughing fit, wake us both up. Then we both doze off, fall asleep. I would wake up with it. So I said, I'm going to sleep on the couch tomorrow night. So we both get solid nights of sleep. And you in getting the couch ready for me, took the cushions off the back of the couch. You're welcome. That defeats the point of sleeping on a couch. The, no, the it, great, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because then it just becomes a oddly shaped, uncomfortable bed. You need to know subconsciously, you need to know that you're sleeping on a couch because that's what makes it cozy. If you try to make a couch, a bed, then it becomes an uncomfortable bed. Disagree. Disagree. I, I think you make your couch bed as true to your bed as possible. So I even, and I didn't do this for you because you insisted that I not, but I put a fitted sheet. I put a fitted sheet over like to cover the couch. Mm. Then I take the couch cushions off of the back of the couch. Yeah. That's, and that's then I what add a up. top sheet and then like a blanket over it and my own pillows. Of course, if, if you're making up the couch for a house guest, maybe, but for me, I, I, that was, that turned out to be a terrible night's sleep for me. And I realized halfway through the night that it's because my body was registering the couch as an uncomfortable bed. 
if the couch cushions were on the back, it would have been an outstanding treat. I'm sleeping on the couch. Hmm. But it was almost as though my brain knew that somebody was trying to fool me. Yeah. See, I just need more space. And the back, removing the back cushions gives you more space. So, you know, agree to disagree on that one. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Are people born with photographic memories or do those take time to develop? Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. If one of your New Year's resolutions was to cook more and eat at home more, I have got something that's going to help push that into full throttle. And that is a brand new cookware set from Caraway. Now, you know when you have a resolution and you're like, okay, I'm amped, but then you got to get like all the things to make it cool and fun, right? Well, Caraway makes beautiful cookware and bakeware to match the color of your kitchen. It's really modern looking. And the best thing is they are made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFE, PFOA, or other hard to pronounce chemicals. And what I love about it is they're also really easy to clean because the food glides off of the ceramic um, coating that they have on there and it makes it really easy to clean up. And, you know, if I leave a potter pan on my stove, no big deal because it's gorgeous and it's a really pretty light color that I got for my kitchen. Visit carawayhome.com slash the upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash the upside or use the code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. So excited that Liquid IV is continuing to partner with The Upside in 2023. I am a huge fan. Dehydration to me means foggy brain and headaches. Those are the first symptoms. When that happens, I grab a stick of Liquid IV, mix it with a small bottle of water, drink it down, and I can feel, I can almost feel my body getting wetter. That's a word. I can feel the hydration working its way through my system. I, I don't know if it's if that's psychosomatic or if that's really happening, but I do know it makes me feel better very quickly. It's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's packed with B3, B5, B6, and B12 vitamins, plus vitamin C, and it hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Delicious flavors. My favorite is strawberry and lemon lime. And you can get 20% off anything you order right now when you go to liquidiv.com, L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-V.com and use the promo code UPSIDE. You can also grab Liquid IV in bulk at Costco. Once again, liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout to save 20%. Taking care of my skin is so, so, so important to me. And it's something I've been taking really seriously over the past couple of years. And a really cool advertiser that we got to work with starting last year was Apostrophe. And if you're trying to get serious about your skin, Apostrophe is a great place to start and they make it super easy. It's an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your uniqueness skin. Now, acne wasn't something that I personally struggled with, but um, skin discoloration was. 
and I had a lot of problems with melasma around my face. And what you can do is you can fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history. It's super easy. I uploaded a picture of my problem areas and then a board certified dermatologist created a treatment plan for me and sent me the product straight to my door. So it's a really new modern way to get dermatological care. I love it. I think it's amazing. It's so easy, especially if you have a hard time scheduling doctor's appointments. And some of these doctor's appointments can be months out. Well, we don't want that, right? We want help right away. And apostrophe can help with that. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash upside. When you use our code upside, that's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners to get started. Just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click get started. Then use our code upside at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit callieandjeff.com. Jeff inadvertently created a little monster over Christmas break. And I don't think either one of us realized that it was happening. And then we were like, oh crap, we have to backpedal on this like real fast. We created the monster. I just, what I did. Jeff threw a torch on the monster and made it explode. It's just what showed it. Ellie has uh, taken an interest in she knows how the cameras work on our phone. She loves to take pictures. So she'll say, need to take a picture. And it, that makes total sense because if you look at either one of our phones, and I think this is the case for all parents, if there's a thousand pictures on the phone, 950 of them are uh, your of the kid. kids. Yeah. yeah. So she it can manipulate her way around a phone, but she knows where the little camera icon is from the homepage, even without the password. So she knows how to open that. And then she, she knows roughly how it, how it works. And she thinks it's neat. So I had an old phone in my desk, an old iPhone that's got no number or anything associated with it. Uh, but I thought she would like it. I thought it would be cool to give her to use as a camera. So I charged it up. And I gave it to her and she starts going and taking pictures. And then we see her sitting at her little craft table that she has in the corner of the living room. And Callie walks up to her and she says, no, mama, hold on. I'm doing a project as she's typing on her phone. And then Callie says, what project are you doing? And she says, wait, mama, I need to text Robin. (laughs) Robin is... Callie's friend and former coworker who Robin Mead. Yeah. Who she texts a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then at some point she says, this is all in the same hour. Yeah. Please give me my iPad. I'm doing, I need to do my project. And the whole time she's down in the phone, she's not doing anything. Like she's acting like us. She's acting like us. And we both realized at that moment that we have to change our phone behaviors around Ellie like we're on our phone way too much and she sees that so and then for the next and I was like oh my gosh Jeff we have to like take and she doesn't have like an iPad like we have an iPad and like we you know keep it around and you know pull it out for oh my gosh I need five more minutes of rest like time and she gets to play games on it or whatever but 
she doesn't have like, this was like the first time she's like had it in her hand and just had not unlimited access to it, but like, you know, we were like, okay, Ellie, give that back. And the next couple of days, she's like, I need my phone. Where is my phone? And Jeff and I looked at each other. We're like, oh my gosh, first of all, we got to get off our phones more often. Second of all, we got to hide that phone. And she's two. Yeah, she two. She's not 13. She she's hasn't, two. she hasn't had it back since then because it was so, it freaks me out. It was so alarming because I think phones have just become they're an extension, right? Because it's it's your camera, it's your communication device. It's your calculator, it's, it's your, your banking, it's your everything. It's, it's your answer to any question. Mm-hmm. Like it started raining at dinner the other night and I picked up my phone to look up the weather and Ellie immediately, and, and we, we started a rule a few months ago, like no phones at the dinner table at all. So, but we're at the dinner table and I, pick up the phone and as soon as I had it in my hand, I says, what you looking at data? Let me see data. And I show her the little radar map and she's like, Oh, green, red. And she's all into it. And all that's all it takes. It's that quick little it's, thing. So yeah. it's totally nutty. It was um, a wake. It was definitely a wake up call. Yeah. Right. You got to change her behavior. Cause she is, to- <laughs> she totally is scary when your kid starts acting like you and you realize how you actually are. And then you're like, wait a minute, this is not what I want my I child think, to think of me. I think that you are going to struggle with it a lot. With the phone thing? Yes. Yeah. Because you are, I think like everybody on the planet, one of those people who, when you're watching TV, you're also mindlessly looking at your phone. Yeah. And when you're watching her TV, especially, mm-hmm. you're mindlessly looking at your phone and if she's in the vicinity, that's... She notices for sure. 100%. Um, well, my solution is, because I really don't realize I'm doing... There's a lot that I do. I think part of it's like my ADD where I am, I can do two things at once and don't even realize I'm doing one of them. 100%. And so I think the solution for me is like when I get up on the weekends and stuff like that, I leave my phone in our bedroom yeah. and don't even have it in the room with me so I can't touch it. And I know that sounds really silly, but I think all of us do it so mindlessly and there have been times in the past where you're like, Callie, get off your phone. I'm like, I'm not on my phone. You're like, it's literally in your hand. I'm like, oh, yeah. like it's it's that mindless to me. So I have to leave my phone in a different. Um, you know what? I, I This just popped into my head. But you know what a solution might be for me? Because I do. It's it's the mindless. It's the time filler. Mm-hmm. I might because I think this could be this could solve so many problems. I want to read more. But I don't. If you're using a phone to fill, you know, time, mm-hmm. we could reverse everything. If we, I know you listen to most if of you your subbed a book in, but a real book, mm-hmm. not a Kindle, not a phone, not an iPad version of the book, mm-hmm. but a real book. Then while she's watching, she that, can get herself a book, the episode of Bluey that she's, you know, that we've all seen 26 times in her, the vision in her, you know, whatever orbit we're sitting there reading a book, which is one, something we both want to do more of. And two, it's now she gets absorbed and she's absorbing book reading as opposed to I Instagram skimming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing for today is that Delta airlines is rolling out free 
Wi-Fi. So it's going to be for Sky Miles members. So you have to be a Sky Miles member, which like I feel like 95% of people in Atlanta, where we're from, are. So that includes us. But it doesn't cost anything to join Sky Miles. No, it's just a loyalty program. Yeah, so you just you sign up for don't it. Talk about what you're gonna do. Even if you don't just dream about what you're gonna do. Year. Yep. Don't criticize somebody else miles, for what they're not doing. Yeah, and if you're you not um, be, a Sky miles be member, about then you pay it. a $5 be about that instead of like all those random go things do it. where they had Keep those on your like Get don't the internet for 30 minutes and you always or think your you can do that. insecurity stop but you from your glasses. I'm like, no, just get the free for the entire flight. I never even kidded myself to say that 30 minutes would be enough. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's really cool. Remember how I was telling you that Starbucks are, um, joined forces with sky miles and that when my friend worked on that project. Yeah. She also worked on this project. Nice. So like she's two for two on this. Like she's working for Delta for like a year and she already has, you know, done the Starbucks partnership and then launched free Wi-Fi. like slow clap, slow clap. Why, when is she going to work on the project to get a Delta airlines, slash 1022 podcast. I mean, I don't know. McCray, get on it, sister. <laughs> Your second random thing is, uh, if you've seen on TikTok that a remedy for the flu is to put potato slices in your socks, know that medical professionals say that that is crap. Yeah, I've seen that over and over on TikTok and it seems like crap to me. And I saw someone do it over and over unsuccessfully with potatoes in there. The, the argument or the the evidence that people cite is that the potatoes turn black so you're supposed to slice a potato very thin you put it against the sole of your foot then you put on a pair of tight socks over it and the potato is supposed to pull toxins out of your body and they cite the fact that the potatoes turn black as evidence mm -hmm. that, that that toxins are being pulled out of your body but that's not the case Potatoes just turn black when they are getting old, getting old. Yeah. So plus I don't feel like I could sleep comfortably like that with a potato on your foot with socks. First of all, cause I can't sleep with socks. It drives me crazy. And then with potatoes in there. Mm. Yeah. You know, when you're sick though, a lot of rules. If you're like, if you like down the NyQuil, yeah. then it'll be bearable. Uh, your third random thing for today is this woman. Her name's Abigail. She takes her cat. The cat's name is Moose. I find that cute. So I'm going to include that in the story was breathing really fast. She's like, Oh my gosh, my cat is panting. It's like, you know, really sick. Something's happening. Got to go to the vet. You know, we've all been there where you're like, there's something wrong with my animal spends months doing tests on this cat spends $12,500 specialist after specialist. And it was finally diagnosed. The cat is just weird. <laughs> there is nothing medically wrong with the cat. And it took her almost 13 grand and like six months to figure that out. I feel like the vet needs to refund her some of that money. I totally agree, but I'm glad that moose is okay. And those are your three random things for today. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. If this is your first time listening to The Upside since the holidays, welcome back. I know a lot of people had all of last week off and are just now getting back into the routine. So if that's you and 
you are back and making the upside part of your routine, or maybe uh, you fell out of habit over the course of a really busy December and you're back. Happy New Year. Welcome back. And thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. We're grateful for you.